0: future lovers it's killstreak episode 71 i'm eric goslin and joining me here from texas for perhaps the last time mike price how you doing mike
1: i'm doing okay it's a bittersweet evening it's the last time in killstreak studios austin yeah Uh, more than likely
0: you're just gonna are you just going to torch the room when you're done with tonight's
1: record (laughs) Yeah, well, we can't have somebody coming in here with a blacklight after I leave. Or
0: anything. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> is that your spare room? I guess I never asked you that. Like, is It that is our spare guest, room. Your guest yeah. bedroom?
1: It's the guest bedroom and our mattress, the the mattress that my partner, my fiance and I share, screws with my back sometimes. So I actually occasionally will come in here to sleep when my back's like really killing me. Uh Yeah. Because it's a firmer, it's an old school coil mattress. We've got a foam mattress that just wreaks havoc on me. Sure, um, yeah. It's neither here nor there. But yes, this is our guest room. Um, it must have gone mostly unused for most of the time you've lived here. This is true. We've had, well, my mom stayed here. Um, my friend Nate came to visit once. He's the, only, he's the only friend of mine from L.A. who will have visited us in L.A., Mm. i guess rob our friend our mutual friend rob came through for an i saw him for you know an afternoon
0: that's so, true yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and that was right yeah nice.
0: it's, it is a bummer man i always i was like uh oh, it's cool that price is moving to austin because now i have a place to stay when i'm in austin and a cool person to hang out with who likes food and stuff <laughs> the way i do so he could show me the good spots yeah and uh hey Nope.
1: <laughs> now you're just gonna have to settle for having me as a friend who lives in your city that yeah, you can yeah. spend time with whenever you want to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the the flip side of that is there's a good likelihood that we're just gonna record the next episode in person together, which is yeah,
1: exciting. It's shaping uh, up it's that
0: gonna, way. Yeah. It's gonna change the whole
1: dynamic. Huh? It will. Also, I gotta figure out where to put the microphone. You know, put Could it be in, like. A, do we, like, put them up on a table and then look across the table at each other? Like oh, that? yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, to figure out a whole new, like, studio. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll put up soundproofing. Yeah. I'll call the techs in. They'll they'll put up a recording booth for us.
1: If only there was anyone else out there who we could ask how they do in-person podcast recordings. Um, you uh, know? But, uh, and we're such trailblazers, uh,
0: you know? Right, yeah, we were doing the whole Zoom thing before. Is it, no, that's not true because we recorded. We started recording like a month into quarantine.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was just a bad joke. Uh, I was trying to make fun of how many people have podcasts. A bad podcasts, yeah, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't stick the landing. Anyways, let's move I, on. I, was, I thought you were t- referencing like a like friends of ours. Like, hmm. no, I wasn't referencing anyone in particular. I was just referencing the world of podcasting. Well, there's not enough podcasts,
0: if you ask me. There yeah. should be more white guys with glasses talking into microphones loudly about their opinions. Hey, every once you know, in a while, we'll have a female days.
1: guest. You know?
0: That's true. I think we do We do pretty well with that, uh, having female <laughs> guests. On, on all of my podcasts, I try to have yeah. a ton of female mm-hmm. guests. Yeah, And actually, one of the greatest compliments I ever received was um, from a, a, a guest on a podcast I, ha- I had called... Hey, teens, and she tweeted after that like she appreciated, she appreciated that our podcast frequently had women guests and we were not creeps at all, which is like, oh, that's nice. Way to, way to give yourself a huge pat on the back. Yeah, thank you. I'm not a creep, guys. I just play one. Uh, in movies and on the podcast and in my social media <laughs> with my family with my family uh the different alleys i skulk around classic
1: alley skulker
0: well speaking of guy little creepy guys we're talking child's <laughs> play three today sure are the ultimate little creepy guy chucky hey chucky. Hey, hey bitch okay oh no
1: <laughs> before we get into the movie at all I want to ask you a question that is sort of about the movie but not important did you feel like Brad Dourif this time around starts to creep into like Christian Slater doing kind of Jack Nicholson territory I did
0: did think that Yeah, Yeah. and actually
1: last episode when I was doing the Chucky
0: voice Uh I realized halfway through that I was just doing a Christian Slater voice (laughs)
1: Yeah, I wish I knew any Christian Slater lines so I could Yeah, do I don't that, either
0: pump up the jam.
1: It's, it's pump up the volume, I think. Oh, fuck. You're right, is it? <laughs> That's the name <laughs> yeah. of the movie. I'm sure Damn. he also pumps up jams. He pumps up jams, movie. too. Yeah.
0: Um, gleam in the cube, baby. Pff, I don't
1: know. What <laughs> <laughs> that was from, like Duke Nukem. <laughs> gleam in the cube, baby. I just came here to gleam cubes and... <laughs> kick ass clean pubes (laughs) hey fig what's up
0: like that joke Mm. fig was an angel at the office today i brought him in we had had an in-person meeting
1: and he was great okay
0: very proud of him not proud of him right now yeah well
1: uh yeah so anyways this week we watched child's play three uh 1991 we talked about this came out nine months after uh child's play two Yeah. So if you not went into production, came out nine months after. Let's say if you uh, were at a
0: drive-in movie theater watching Child's Play two, got a little frisky with your partner, (laughs) got a bun in the oven. You could have watched Child's Play three when that wee little tot was just a day old. With your maybe even given birth in a cab at that movie theater. Yeah. Why why would you be in a
1: cab at the movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) drive-in.
1: Well, people only give if you're if you're going into labor in a car, it's got to be a taxi cab. So everybody knows that. Um, So uh, we'll talk about a blood and guts check in just a second. But, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, this is sort of the much maligned in entry in this franchise. I think generally speaking, people tend to talk about this as being the worst one. Yeah. Even the uh, makers, like Brad Dorf, I just read, considers yeah. it to be the worst. Brad Dorf does. Don Mancini's not a big fan. The director, Jack Bender, uh, said in an interview that it was kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, I ask you, what did you think? Um,
0: I didn't hate it. Like It, was, I just, it, I, I, <laughs> it that? wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's, I, uh, I went into it like with really low expectations. I realized too, I have seen parts of
1: this movie. I don't think I've seen it all the way through, but I've seen parts of it. Um, And I was like, this is fine. This is kind of fun. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, expectations obviously have a huge impact on how we watch all these movies. Right. Yeah. And like, if I, if you had probably switched what people say about child's play two and child's play three, I probably would have given almost the exact same reviews. But yeah. flip, flip-flopped, right? Um, because, you know, Child's Play 2, a lot of people talk about as being the best one in the series. And this is, like, a lot of people say is the worst one. And so, coming at it from that perspective, I was like, this doesn't seem deserving of being talked about as some sort of, like, reject piece of shit. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, it, it, honestly, I don't like... It's sort of a lateral lateral move from 2, in my mm-hmm. opinion, in a lot of ways. Um, I do appreciate the new setting. I think that's it's yep. like, good to mix it up. I don't want to see Andy in another like Absolutely. home setting. Mm-hmm. Uh the performances are fine. Like it's it, it stretches credibility a little bit here sure. and there, but like it's also yeah. a talking doll movie.
1: Yeah. Um I agree with you on all of that and it's like I think it I I think you can't say you nailed the, you hit the nail on the head. You can't say enough about just switching it up where yeah. it's like If they had just done another, it's now Andy's nine instead of eight. Right, right, right. And it's like he's just getting chased around again as like a helpless kid. It's like this is a very different movie. Uh, I mean, a lot of the ways that Chucky sort of operates are similar, but it's, you know, at least it like, you know, shook things up. It changed the pace a little bit. And I agree with you. I think the performances were pretty solid, especially considering. The kind of reputation that this movie has, yeah, yeah, like they weren't amazing, but it's just like there wasn't this what, despite being a movie that was like really rushed into production, it like I don't think it felt super cheap. No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. and usually you can tell like a movie that feels super cheap is like Jason X or something like that. Or like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know, like s- some of those uh, Friday movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, speaking of Friday movies, actually, I just accidentally. Segue into something i wanted to bring up anyway <laughs> okay this movie shares something in common in that it is a it was released a year or nine months later from the last movie and advances the age of andy's by like six years or yes
1: s- or seven years well so we're gonna get into a fun and exciting sort of the alternate timeline of the Chuckyverse. verse yeah but Here's the thing. I think it's going to clean itself up really fast, because as far as I know, the events of Bride of Chucky take place weeks after the events of this movie. Okay. And the and Bride of Chucky came out. You know what? Seven years later. I it think. was. It was seven years later. Yeah. So it's like they. With they stretch it forward seven years and then recompress it back yeah. to normal timeline <laughs> with Bride of Chucky, which I don't I think, know if they did that on purpose, but that's fun.
0: I always think it's so funny when, when a movie does that. It's like now. So this came out in 91. It would mm-hmm. actually be 98 when this was released. Right. And it's like, yeah, think, like cell phones would be different if there are cell phones. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just funny that they're. If I were to ever do that, I would just like have some sort of very weird technology that doesn't really exist. <laughs> just take a exist. big, <laughs> take a big swing, yeah, a big
1: swing. Like I'm gonna predict, you know? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Um, yeah, but uh, a little background. Uh, you know, this is um, the director of this one is is an interesting. He's I don't. I, I mean, he may or may not be an interesting guy. I don't know him personally, but I thought it was it, it was interesting. That um, this this guy, Jack Bender, who I think at the time, sometimes he goes by John Bender. But anyways, Jack Bender, um, he's like a big um, producer and director on Lost. Uh, He was, you know, obviously like uh, not one of the showrunners, but he was an executive producer. And I think that he was one of the two or three most prolific directors of the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, he directed the series finale he directed like 40 episodes of the show i think wow yeah so and the funny and the the other thing that's really funny about it is like think this might be he's done two features ever this was the first one uh and then the other one is some random movie called lone justice 2 which i don't (laughs) know what it is um He's just a big-time TV director. And he was a TV director for, you know, almost 15 years before he made this movie. And then he's been a TV director for the 30 years since he's made this movie. And after Lost, uh, he worked on Carnival. He worked on Alcatraz. He worked on Under the Dome, that TNT show, The Last Ship. Yeah. Uh, I think he's one of the executive producers of. And uh, he directed a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. So he's clearly, like, a talented director but as we've talked about before is directing tv the same thing as directing films no no what are your thoughts but on on that must, on that dynamic
0: he must be on on tv versus or film. you
1: or you know what say what you're going to say about him first oh i would
0: say he must be fucking loaded
1: <laughs> <laughs> why well, is like i don't know what those guys get paid i'm sure it's it's
0: good i think it's know. good and yeah I, and they get like you know residuals from when those things air. Mm-hmm. So if it's yeah. something like lost, that like gets replayed, like you, it's, mm-hmm. you're doing, you're doing just fine. Um, and also if you direct a pilot, I think you get like a, a portion of like the rest of the episodes or says there's, there's mm-hmm. something crazy like that. I don't know exactly. I'm not a successful person. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he gets paid Prob. my guess is he gets paid a lot more for those producer credits than he does for directing. Oh, sure. Yeah, probably. It. Um, Because I think that, yeah, my I think that, you know, you make I just Googled it and who knows how much this is worth from from six years ago. But Hollywood Reporter saying that the average director of an hour long drama makes about 40 to 50 thousand dollars an episode, which is not huge. in my. That sounds low. Yeah. Yeah. Low. Mm hmm. Yeah. But also
0: that's only like a week or two of
1: work yeah absolutely that's, so that's uh, pretty good. it's a great day right
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so to answer your question it's something we've we've talked about before mm-hmm. i can't remember with what but like yeah when you're directing for tv it's more of a plug-and-play situation where you know you're you're maybe skipping around like you're doing every odd episode or every mm-hmm. third or fourth episode uh and that di- director will like prep with everybody but like you're not reinventing the wheel when you start a TV right. show. You're, it's like, this isn't your auteur vision. Right. It's, it's like, no, you're, you know, if you're going to direct Game of Thrones, you're going to play by the Game of Thrones rule book and you can't do anything crazy. or You know what I mean? I'm sure you mm-hmm. can come with cool, like, shots or something like that, but it's more. Yeah. And the and the actors
1: know their shit. Like, Peter Dinklage knows how to play Tyrion at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Yeah, I think I'm, ma- I mean, and this is this is my sort of rookie interpretation. And hopefully in a couple of years, I'll be able to give you a much better answer uh, after so. I've gotten my master's degree. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like a TV director, most of what you come in and do, I think is kind of just, it's a lot of visualizing how things are going to happen and unfold. Um, you know, basically taking a script and deciding what, shots you want like how the shots that you wanted to get to uh to actually represent what's happening but like in terms of the tone like you don't come in and tell the dp to shoot things a completely different way and, right right and like you were saying it's it's you know you're not really giving notes to actors so much as you are you're just, you stay in that one kind of lane of like, okay, I want the next shot. I want this shot to be this. I want this shot to be that. And I, and this yeah. is how I want things to sort of move. So you certainly have some creative control. I think it's just like in a much more limited capacity.
0: Yeah. I mean, TV just seems like it's a much more collaborative medium. Mm-hmm. Film is like it's. I actually just had this discussion with uh, an editor, director, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And she was complaining about people who take vanity credits, like a film by. It's okay. like a kind of a controversial thing to put on in. Okay. And not, not everybody can do it. It's actually something you have to, you have to work out with like the DGA mm-hmm. and shit. So like not everybody can, I mean, of course, if you're just making like Yeti too, you can put a film by sure. you would never, because it's not a shot on video, but <laughs> 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 Um. so, but that also is like, it's, it's controversial because it takes more than one person to make a film. Absolutely. Uh, and I think like in certain cases, calling it a Martin Scorsese picture or something like that makes sense. Like Scorsese mm-hmm. is certainly calling the shots, but uh yeah, it's, it, it's something that a lot of people want to see phased out, which I don't mm-hmm. know what I feel. Like sometimes I think it's cool. Yeah. You know, like I know that
1: like other people worked on a Spike Lee joint, but I like seeing, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also with Spike Lee, it's like less about it's, it's like that, that phrase is a catch. It's like a calling it's, card. It's like branding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Anyways, back to Child's Play 3. Yeah, so Jack Bender, director. Um, funny note about this. There was initially an offer out to Peter Jackson to direct this movie. Oh. And he declined. He was uh, getting ready to make Dead Alive. Um, probably a good decision. Yeah, probably part. worked
0: out fine for him.
1: But also, God, would I love to see a... a A child's play movie directed by early '90s Peter Jackson. Yeah, I
0: mean, the 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 series is about to take a very crazy turn, Mm -hmm. and like I like that these future installments have more like I don't think they have like big name directors. Didn't like Ronnie Yu do the next? Yeah, he is the
1: director of Bride of Chucky.
0: Um, and it is cooler. It is cool that they just kind of I don't know where it's going. I I sort of lost my train of thought as I was (laughs) saying it, (laughs) but. It would be cool to see what Peter Jackson would have did. I would love to see him just do a child's play movie, just like a soft reboot or something. Yeah. Do something pretty interesting, I suspect.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that was always one of my favorite pastimes is just like hypothetical dream casting of Uh directors more so. so. A lot of people like to dream cast uh, actors. I don't really care that much one way or the other. I mean, I do care a lot about who... But anyways, for whatever reason, that exercise never excited me as much as being like, I'd like to see so and so make this. Like, there was a lot of talk in more recent years. There's all this talk about Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie, but before that, he had always expressed an interest in doing a Bond movie, right? And I was like, yeah, I would, I would pay two hundred dollars for a ticket to go see a Quentin Tarantino Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: there was, didn't he? direct an episode of er or he wanted to but they made him join the union He's i don't know do it Maybe.
1: Okay. yeah i don't know cool story believe it cool story bro <laughs> um yeah so uh cast wise alex vincent is gone because we've had to age up andy to almost 18 um so this time out he is played by justin whalen who is a guy who did a decent amount of acting in the 90s basically Mm -hmm. um i know him and love him from serial mom oh yeah which is uh not because of the quality of the film but probably just because of when i watched it uh my favorite john waters movie i mean i also think it's a great fun movie it's fun Um, yeah but like i know he has better movies but i'm just like i think serial mom is just i have seen i've seen it like 10 times i love that movie This is kind of funny.
0: I'm looking at his IMDb on Blossom. He played three different characters.
1: (laughs) He does look like somebody who could be on Blossom. Yeah, he played
0: Jimmy, Jordan, and William on Blossom.
1: Um, yeah, he was on the wonder years, a couple episodes, but his biggest role really was he played Jimmy Olsen on Lois and Clark, the Superman series. Oh yeah.
0: I loved that show. Yeah.
1: With, with Dean Cain. And um, I
0: especially love Dean Cain and what he stands for nowadays. (laughs) You
1: like his politics? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, he speaks his his mind, you know,
0: all of our greatest actors like Dean Cain, Lorenzo
1: <laughs> who else uh, who else james woods. james woods he's yeah. actually a good actor though yeah that's true <laughs> um yeah so justin whalen uh the other uh person in the cast who jumped out at me right away Ricky was schroeder sorry <laughs> you should just do this for the whole episode <laughs> Just once every three or four minutes just say the name of a right-wing actor. conservative yeah yeah uh, Perry Reeves, who plays uh, De Silva, um, who you know, I I will I will admit right here and right now on this podcast that I did watch the first three seasons of Entourage, every episode. Oh wow! Um, it was a very specific time in my life, you know. It came out before uh, the year before I moved to L.A., but I was getting ready to move to L.A. and it was about. You know, being a young guy in L.A. And uh, I never thought it was really good, but I sure watched it. Gina Carano. Um, <laughs> anyways, Perry Reeves, <laughs> a lot of people would recognize as uh, Ari Gold's wife, uh, Jeremy Piven's character on that show. Oh, um, OK. I never watched Entourage.
0: It's fucking
1: terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It. I don't I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) No further discussion. Uh, Christy Swanson. Oh, man. We lost Christy Swanson. I know. We did. We lost her. It sucks. I had a lot. Did you? You've seen her Playboy. Um, (laughs) Why am I? Why am I? this is a conversation for off the air you just forgot we were doing a podcast and we thought we were talking on the phone (laughs) you checked out her uh she did a playboy shoot okay anyways (laughs) uh for anybody who didn't know christy swanson was in playboy once um anywho uh yeah and then we've got a couple other guys um you know a lot of small bit players but i think they're all Cast pretty well, they do decent work in their roles, and Brad Dourif is fun. And mm-hmm. yeah, overall, um, you know, people who uh, I, I, you know, if you're if you've been tracking the series, I did a lot of complaining about the sets in Child's Play, too. Mm-hmm. We are back on location. This was they shot, yeah, you absolutely can. It was shot at a military school, mm-hmm. so and it looks like it, and I like It, it looks great, like it's sort of a overcast a lot
0: of the time too mm-hmm. which i i liked it
1: yeah it looks great yeah yeah um you know not much else really to talk about here it was just this was such a fast and dirty shoot came together quickly got released quickly and so i think that to me also is a lot of like i knew that before i went into watching this so knowing how kind of slapped together it seems mm-hmm. uh and knowing what the reception was yeah i was kind of pleasantly surprised that it was it was not a slog to watch it was entertaining yeah it wasn't same yeah here. Um, i think it
0: loses it like kind of lo- falls apart as it goes on but like it yeah. starts pretty pretty strong
1: yeah yeah and overall it was just like um you know it was very digestible put it yeah. that way yep um the only other note i had about behind the scenes stuff is as we continue to track the uh, tri- trials and tribulations of uh, of animating Chucky. This uh-huh. is the first movie in the series that used um, basically computerized robotics. Um, so, in the first two movies, when you would see mm-hmm. like Chucky talk and his arms would move and things like that, that was always strictly puppeteers. And, you know, the animatronics would be like a guy with a control pad, like, move his lips this way, open his yeah. mouth, blah, 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 turn his head. This movie was the first one where they started to use computer technology to program him, basically. So we're not talking about CG. It's all still practical. But there, you, I think you can kind of tell that there's a lot of stuff where when Chucky's talking, he looks like a slightly... A uh, higher uh, class version of like a Chuck E. Cheese,
0: you know, like
1: you know, Hall of Presidents at Disney or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his his mouth moving and all that stuff to go along yeah. with the dialogue, once again pre recorded by Brad Dourif. Yeah, so um, Tim Allen. Um,
0: I was <laughs> I was going to say this uh, compared to the other two, flew by. Like I was never really bored watching it and I was even yeah. I was taking notes and stuff and I wasn't really pausing it much mm-hmm. but then I did pause it and I'm like oh wow I'm only
1: I'm an hour into this like yeah. it kind of flew by like I don't know. I agree with you. I think it moves at a good pace and 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 that's the thing is like this is it is a movie that <laughs> it's like it's a lot of faint praise cuz it's just like yeah mm-hmm. they didn't really fuck it up as bad as I thought they would. Yeah. Like, it's not super intelligent. It's not, it, it's, it, they're not reinventing the wheel anywhere. It's just like, and I think, and maybe this is me, you know, trying too hard to, like, fit this into a box that makes sense. But it's like, I don't know, it Jack Bender, It the whole thing kind of moves, it's tight. It's like an episode of a TV show, you yeah. know? Yeah.
0: So. It does feel like a TV show in parts, actually, now that you say it
1: yeah like teen um, cast and everything anyway right not always a bad thing the only other note uh this movie was pretty famous for uh getting banned in europe and it had a lot of controversy over a supposed link to uh a murder committed by two 10 year olds um it was the murder of a man named james bulger and this happened in england uh Or no, sorry, it was not a man. It was a small, it was a small child. It was two 10 year olds who, uh,
0: uh, they killed Whitey Bulger.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's, (laughs) that's Black Mass is actually about this. So, um, no, I'm just kidding. This is about to get super dark. Uh, yeah. So two 10 year olds, uh, tortured and murdered a two year old. Jesus Um, Christ. And yes, so this happened in, uh, it was, it was a couple years after the movie came out. Uh and I mean, to make a long story short and to not dwell on something in just so intensely unpleasant um it it turns out it was all bullshit um like the supposed connection to child's play three was like later disproven essentially really? they, they had they someone had some- had had i think i don't know if it happened in the in the court case or if it was just like. In You know, in in the tabloids or whatever, but it suggested that these kids had seen Child's Play 3 and then like a couple days later they did this. But it turns out that they didn't like that. the that, That's one of their dads had rented it, but it had been uh, at a time when the kid wasn't there. So it's like, you know, it was all turns out it was all made up.
0: Wow. Huh.
1: Yeah. But anyways, if you want to get really depressed, you can read about the James Bulger murder.
0: Sign me up.
1: Uh, <laughs> and that is all I have. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, we got a movie. You wanna, you wanna talk about it? You got any questions? You got any concerns? You wanna add anything to the discussion? Questions, comments, concerns? No,
0: not nothing I can think of. But maybe Feeling stuff good? will come up as we're, uh, as we're talking. Maybe, this movie. It maybe. Will. No. Okay, Kadel. Okay. What? What the? F- what the? Ha- what happened? What. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck happened man <laughs> he just I'm blacked just... out <laughs> do you smell toast
1: <laughs> your eyes you guys can't see this but eric's eyes just rolled back in his head yeah it's like a shark it was terrifying <laughs>
0: <laughs> okie dokie let's take a quick break we'll be right back left, 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 right, left. welcome to hell on earth you are, without a
1: doubt, the most pathetic thing I have ever seen! Pull! Oh, oh.
0: Strict discipline.
1: You asshole.
0: Next. Rigid dress codes.
1: Get those weapons in the air! I want to see them high!
0: And grueling drills. Oh. It couldn't possibly get any
1: worse. Wrong again, wimp! Chucky's back.
0: A few years have passed.
1: Andy, how you've grown. No, you're dead, we killed you. Um, I'm new and improved. (laughs) And this time. I really gotta get out of this body.
0: He's looking for a new recruit.
1: Ah! I got some fresh meat lined up and I'm not gonna let you spoil it. (laughs) Now, just think, Chucky's gonna be a bro. Tyler! Child's Play
0: Three. Look who's stalking. That haircut ain't regulation, soldier.
1: Don't fuck with the Chuck. Ah!
0: All right, we see like a cobwebby assembly line full of Chucky doll parts. They're all getting cleaned up. And we also see Chucky's mangled, melted corpse from part two, the end of part two. They have a specialized crane that picks it up <laughs> like a claw game.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty weird. I, I had questions.
0: And like, it's gross. It pokes into the plastic mm-hmm. and the blood comes out. Yeah. So then it like drags it up over this big molten vat of plastic and the blood starts seeping into the plastic. And then it starts a bubbling like a like a brew mm-hmm. which is brew, and then <laughs> uh over credits we see like chucky doll forming. I mean, I guess, are we to believe... Okay, so this is, like, the doll being made? Or is the magic of Chucky making this doll... I thought it was
1: Chucky. Basically, all you gotta do is get a couple drops of Chucky blood in the plastic and he reforms himself, which... That's the way I took it, too. Yeah, which is a thing that that really did get me thinking about something we haven't discussed much yet. I don't don't want to waylay our conversation for too long. But the invincibility of Chucky... Mm is definitely like a thing where it's kind of baked into the series and it's cool, but then it also like takes away from the climax of every movie. Yeah. I feel like, which is sort of similar. I mean, and I know this is the same thing that happens in Friday the 13th and in nightmare on Elm street, but still, I, I had been, I had been thinking about it, especially during this sequence. I don't know if, if, if because Chucky seems very killable. You know what I mean? Like just put Mm -hmm. him
0: in a fucking cremation, uh, Oven and he would be done he'd be gone there'd be nothing left right yeah but uh yeah I don't know I, I, I did like the effect of this it was clearly just they melted a wax doll of Chucky yeah and reversed it so it looks mm-hmm. pretty cool it does yeah uh then he opens his eyes, realizes he's back at his doll body, and screams, no. <laughs> I do love this, like just he's like, This sucks, no. I'm
1: sick of being a fucking doll. I don't want to be
0: a fucking doll anymore. Um, so then uh we're in a boardroom at the uh at the toy factory, the toy company, they're looking at slides of mm-hmm. Andy in a in like some sort of meeting. Oh, they're all in a meeting room. But basically they just catch us up to speed on the plot so far.
1: Yeah. I'll um, tell you real quick, I love an eighties boardroom. I know yeah. this is ninety I know it's ninety one, but it feels you know, this boardroom was around in the
0: eighties. Yeah, so totally. 90. No, I, I love it too. Uh yeah, we got a good one in um aliens. It's always yeah. nice to like look around, see everybody's like glasses and suits mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so they want to take the good guy off the market um, or they're deciding it. Like, should we take it off? Like, no, we can't. We can't let the fantasy of one disturbed boy influence company policy. And look who's back. Hey, Sullivan. Hey.
1: What's up, my hey, man? Hey, Sully. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like we complained that like Sullivan definitely should have died in the last one. Yeah. But guess what? He's back. Uh, the the assembly line's already rolling. He's gifted the first one right off the right off the line, uh, so then he goes back to his office, kind of gives his uh, little lackey guy a hard time, and the guy's like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna get going because it's my my anniversary, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what? After dinner, I'll I'll look at some of these reports." <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy
1: giving off some big time. Uh... Cuck energy, for sure. Oh,
0: big time cuck energy. Not in the fun way. No. He just listens to his wife disappointedly pour herself another drink while he looks at reports on their anniversary <laughs> night. Um. Anyway, that was a little too specific. <laughs> Sullivan makes himself a drink, oh, no. and then we see that the the Chucky in the box, it's, it's not there anymore. The box is empty. Mm. He sits down, kicks his feet up, and behind him, his golf club moves. Then he, he's like, What's going on? He picks it up, gets a good putt, few good putts in. We see Chucky scurrying around in the background. Chucky grabs a jar of marbles. Suddenly, he turns the TV off. Uh, off. Sullivan's confused. He's looking around under the couch. A lot, of, a lot of back and forth between like Chucky, yeah, fucking with him.
1: I will say that this scene in particular. I do think is a little too long.
0: It is. It kind of like there's a one too many things or mm-hmm. like two too many things. Cause yeah, an RC cop car comes at him and then all these fucking dolls start walking at him. Mm-hmm. Like Chucky's just turning on all these toys. Suddenly it's, it's all like, I don't know why Chucky's even doing this ruse because mm. he just hits him in the head with a golf club
1: <laughs> yeah it is it is a little disappointing uh for sure because it's also like i like this scene because it's like yeah there should be more ways in which chucky kills people with toys or just yeah more, there should does be. like more doll themed stuff you know um, I, agree. I think that that's a big shortcoming in the first movie that at least the the child's play 2 gets improves on is just like hey this is a child's toy like let's Let's use some of these set pieces and stuff. So, yeah, I, I respect the second one for taking it to like a school, like a classroom environment and things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't understand why we get all this cool, like creative, like toy terrorizing. And then it's like, but we're going to kill him with a golf club.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to do that any, any other time this movie. <laughs> yep. Don't fuck with the Chuck. Throws a dart into Sullivan's back, which just, like, paralyzes him from the waist down. <laughs> it's a good shot. <laughs> yeah. And finally, uh, Chucky strangles him with the cord of a yo-yo, just like the good old days. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's the st- Lakeshore Strangler. So he does, mm-hmm. like, sh- he should strangle more people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I buy. It. Like, I get that. And it's. I also feel like that's something. If they really wanted to make me care about that, I would have kept that up more often in the series more strangling
0: also strangling is a boring way for a serial killer to kill somebody it should have been like the lakeshore slasher then chucky would make more sense yeah i agree uh so then he looks up andy's info on sullivan's computer and he sees that andy's been sent to military school then we're on the bus with andy he's uh pulling up to school kent i believe it's called it's called kent
1: that I buy I it. Think so. Yeah. That was the name of the school is not something I paid close attention to. I will admit.
0: Um. Oh, you should have, man. It's it's really pays off in the end. Uh. <laughs> Andy looks out the window. He sees all the cadets. He meets with uh Cochran, Colonel Cochran, who runs the school. Um, is kind of a dick to Andy about like, so why were you in foster care the last eight years? And it's like I heard you're a troublemaker. <laughs> Um, I just couldn't settle. Um, it's time to forget these fantasies of killer dolls. I recognize this man who plays Cochrane. Um, yeah. Dank uh, math, Dakin Matthews.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce that name. Dakin sounds as good as anything. That's, uh, but yeah, he is the ultimate for me, even guy who like knows everybody's name in a movie. Uh huh. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't know that guy's name, but I recognize him.
0: Yeah, totally. He's he's just one of those guys. He's a character actor. You've seen him in a million things, but you can't Mm -hmm. think of one thing he's in.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at his credits right now, and I'm just trying to see if I can remember even his specific role in anything. And so far, the answer to that is no. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's been in a million things. And I'm like, yeah, I believe that he was in that, but I don't remember that role.
0: Um. Then we meet the uh, fucking weirdo guy who shaves the kids' heads, who has big, um, oh, like Big Ed from Twin Peaks. I can't remember the guy's name. Absolutely, Everett yes. McGill.
1: Hmm. Yeah. This is, is this uh, Botnik, right? The, uh... Botnik, yeah. Yeah. I
0: never wrote his name down. I, I didn't mm-hmm. catch it, but yeah.
1: So he is a uh, movie that you you have not or have seen Hellraiser, remind me. I have seen Hellraiser. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's the dad in Hellraiser.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yes. That's why oh, like I didn't his... recognize him at all. Yeah. That to me is like his big, big thing. Um, and then also he is in Dirty Harry. He, oh, okay. He, he's the killer in Dirty Harry. So those oh, are the,
0: he's the killer. Okay. Yeah, sure.
1: those are the two big things that I I recognize him from.
0: I love Dirty Harry. Um, so he's really getting off on shaving. Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, it's Andy's turn now. He explains he explains why the Romans invented the military haircut so they couldn't get their hair grabbed and their throat slit. Then there's a commercial comes on for the new and improved Good Guys dolls. I think I just call them Good Guy dolls now. They lost that extra S, maybe. Mm. They should. It's 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 unwieldy. Yeah, you don't unwieldy. want two S's. <laughs> goods Guys dolls. Goods Goods Guys. Goods Guys goods. dolls. Um, the other little kid, Tyler, is there. He's loving it. He loves this commercial, but Andy's having like a silent panic attack. <laughs> He goes back to his room. His hair's not even that short. It does not look like a military
1: haircut. No, it was, it's funny because it's like, yeah, that's just a good, it's a good looking haircut. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very 90s like,
0: teenager kid haircut.
1: Yeah, they were like, well, we cast this kind of good looking teen actor. Yeah. We can't really fuck with his hair too much.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so then he hears some banging in the closet back in his room. He opens it up. His roommate falls out. Whitehurst. Yeah. Oh. He's this nerdy kind of guy. He explains that Shelton may, uh, I can't remember Shelton's pos- like position or whatever ranking, but Shelton is a prick. He locked him in there. Him and his, him and his, uh, um, lackeys. So then we go outside. The kids are all lined up and Shelton's there. He's examining the boys. You're yeah. a new boy, huh?
1: Hundred percent Arlie Ermy energy. Totally, like, that's yeah, the whole thing. He's just a shitty drill sergeant.
0: Shitty drill sergeant. He picks up. He picks on Whitehurst again. De Silva. We meet De Silva. She's a girl. Uh, female cadet. She's a girl. She's a girl. <laughs> Calls him an asshole. What did you say? I called you an asshole, sir. <laughs> she drops. Makes him do twenty five. Does the last two one handed. In a fatigued state, that's impressive.
1: Absolutely. I bet you Jack Palance had pretty shitty politics.
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) back in the time when everybody had shitty politics. Yeah. 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 She smiles at Andy. There's a little love connection going on. Uh, So Tyler is the little kid who was impressed by that Good Guys Dolls commercial. He's in the mail room. Sorry, nothing from your dad today. Maybe tomorrow. And he gets like upset that his dad didn't write him and mm-hmm. the guy's like hey you know he's busy flying jets for this country <laughs> so it's like a, it's like this real shitty like military dad thing it's like hey he's he's actually yeah. doing a really good thing champ you know maybe he's ruining your life but
1: yeah that's, that's <laughs> small potatoes in the grand scheme of things yeah right? those jets aren't gonna fly themselves
0: yeah those jets aren't gonna fucking kill innocent people overseas by themselves <laughs> eventually they will but not right now yeah oh this is like right before iraq war too the first yeah. one uh so hey give this to the new kid he gives him a big box that's clearly a good guy's dolls box <laughs> um and then, uh, it's all, you know, we get that classic thing where he just drops it a lot. He just slams it on doors and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Chucky's getting fucked up inside, mm-hmm. which is always fun. He's funny. all pissed off. The wrapping rips and he sees what it is and he gets super pumped. So, he takes it down to the armory and unwraps it. Chucky just fucking bursts out at him. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I thought good guys... Good guy is only say three sentences. I'm new and improved. <laughs> uh, then Chucky realizes something, which I actually thought was pretty clever. He's like, "Wait a minute, I got a new body, and I ain't told anyone about my secret yet." And then he's like, "My name is Charles Lee Ray to Tyler." So he's Tyler's the new Andy now, which I yeah. didn't remember. And uh, was like, oh, this is cool. Actually, it's like Chucky does have a new body. He's unveiling his mm-hmm. secret to the, to him, and now he's like connected to Tyler.
1: Yeah, I never really understood why Chucky was so dead set on being in Andy. Couldn't he have just switched to someone else at any point in time?
0: No, he has. To, the guy explains that you can only go into the body of the person you first like revealed your secret to.
1: Oh, that's it, the the voodoo guy in the, the first one. voodoo guy tells in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So well, he's now like I stuck understand in his what spot. you're talking he, about.
0: So that's why yeah. he wants Andy so bad. Gotcha. <clears throat> and now Tyler like switches places with Andy. Okay, got it. Got it. Um, so it is gross. There's like a little like molestery thing going on because they're always like, Do okay. you want to play hide the soul?"
1: There's a ton of grooming and hide the soul sounds yeah. sexual.
0: It's gross. So, we're at the shooting range, Andy doesn't get a single hit on target, but De Silva's getting like bull's eyes, yeah, she shoot him how so to hot super hot. She <laughs> shows him how to shoot um and then back, Chucky's playing Hide the Soul with Tyler, so he's got Tyler on the ground, he's saying his spell over him. We see those storm clouds rolling in like we did in the first movie. Uh and then suddenly Cochran and some other guy come in and they catch Tyler. They take Chucky away. And dolls are for girls. Uh and then he bangs Chucky's head on the way out too, which is again <laughs> always funny. We love it. Uh, love it. Um, so then they're marching with Sheldon outside. Uh and then uh Andy sees Cochran carrying Chucky. And, like, starts to panic again has, like, a bit of a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Chucky looks right at him, which is funny because it's not like his eyes don't move. Yeah, it's just like, a doll. B-. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then he gets called out for not, you know, having, not paying attention. Oh, yeah, there's a stupid, a stupid thing where he, he, like, calls his rifle a gun. Yeah, this is from something else, right? I, uh, it sounded familiar. I just I didn't know from where. It's not a goddamn gun. It's a rifle. Show them the difference. So this guy, I think Ellis is his name. is like the lackey of Shelton. He's like, this is my rifle. This is my gun. And he, and he grabs his crotch. This is for shooting. And this is for fun. Okay. Isn't
1: this just, is
0: this just from Full Metal Jacket? Oh, it might. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, they probably just ripped it off wholesale from for yeah. Full Metal Jacket. There's a lot of stuff. I haven't seen that movie in years.
1: Neither have I. So now I'm like, is that, what is that from? It's from fucking
0: something though. It sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. Hey, if you guys know, write into at killstreakpod on Twitter. And yeah. Let us know what movie this is from. Uh. So then Cochrane throws Chucky into the dumpster. And then which immediately gets dumped into the dump truck. And Chucky calls for help from back there, pretending to be a little kid. So the like the sanitation guy goes back there looking to see like if there's a kid. Chucky goes into the cab of the truck, activates the trash compactor really would it's this is a horrifying way to die oh
1: absolutely uh
0: i wish it was gorier
1: really as it is we just see like the guy's arm like Mm -hmm. break it's a i mean thinking about it conceptually is truly terrifying Mm -hmm. uh yeah Yeah,
0: getting slowly crushed is like one of the scariest ways i can think of dying oh god that sounds so (laughs) awful it sounds so awful um so then back in the dorm Whitehurst is polishing Shelton's shoes. Um. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I I didn't actually, I skipped a part where they, like, basically everybody finds them. Like, not much more happens, but they, they find Yeah. Them. So, uh, Whitehurst is polishing Shelton's shoes. And uh, he asks, and Andy's like, hey, did you see Cochran with that Good Guys doll? And he's like, yeah, Good Guys dolls. I remember those. He's like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And Whitehurst leaves, and Chucky's hiding in the footlocker, in Andy's footlocker. And then Whitehurst comes back, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, there was a package for you. Um, and then Andy opens the footlocker, and Chucky's gone. And then Chucky grabs a knife, slashes uh, Andy on the ankle. Hey, long time no see, pal.
1: It's a really aggressive, it, it, I, it, for some reason it worked for me where it was just like, God, that would be so terrible uh-huh. if you've been haunted by this little doll for like a, like m- multiple points in your life. And then the way he reintroduces himself is by slashing Slicing you your ankle. Ugh. With a knife. like Just like, fuck. It's so yeah. terrible. It
0: really is. Yeah. yeah. You know what they say, you just can't keep a good guy down. Um, and then he's like, you can't kill me because you need my body. He's like, wrong. Um, just think, oh yeah, this, he's like, wrong. I got Tyler. Just think Chucky's going to be a bro. Yeah. And he holds up, holds up like a black power fist. Mm, yeah. 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 I think, I think, you know, which, which, uh, popular <laughs> segment of the show is going to, this might feature in.
1: Yeah, this uh, that line famously excised from from many future versions of the movie. Not the one we saw. Oh, is that true? It got. They were like yeah, there was like a home video version that they took that out of.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah it's fucked up. Yeah, it's a little kid. <laughs> like, yeah, it's super <laughs> fucked up. Oh uh, yeah. I wrote Oh no. <laughs> uh, Andy grabs a sh- uh, grabs Shelton's shoe, and smashes Chucky uh, against the floor. Shelton walks in, catches him. What's the matter, Barclay? You homesick? You miss your mommy? He gets mad at Andy that he threw his shoes. Like, so you're going to tell Whitehurst you're off the hook. Got myself another slave. Then he takes Chuck. He's like, you know what? My kid sister will like this. So then Andy's walking the halls that night with his knife for protection. He goes into Shelton's room. And, uh he sees a big, there's a big knife on like a knife board that is hanging up in Shelton's room. It's missing. He looks under Shelton's bed. Chucky comes up behind him. Uh, Oh, my dog's making crazy noises. Uh, And he like gets scared. He sits down on Shelton and wakes him up. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in my room? Basically he thinks he's there to like steal your doll, Hmm. Uh, steal the doll. Uh, they, which they can't find. So now the doll's gone. He thinks Andy stole it. Long story short, he makes the cadets march at midnight uh, to, until that somebody admits that they stole it. Everybody's mad at Andy mm. for, for doing this to them all. Chucky goes into Tyler's bunk, but there's a note on his pillow. Dear Charles, you're it. Come find me. Your best friend, Tyler. <laughs> so then Tyler's like running around the halls calling to Chucky. Yeah, um, while Chucky's like trying to stab him.
1: <laughs> I love. I. I. I mean, I really like the way they do like this. This whole thing with the relationship between Tyler and Chucky. Yeah, me too. They do like a. There's like a little push and pull, but he's like, "You're my best friend, right?" And he's like, needs him, but is also exhausted like, by his. Super. Yeah. 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 Because
0: yeah. kids are fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is funny. I, I like it too. Um, and then Shelton uh pops out of nowhere and punches Andy they get into a fight so Tyler's running around the halls chucky's chasing him with his big ass knife come out come out wherever you are um then uh, outside Andy tells Whitehurst about Chucky he's like he's alive and he's after Tyler and I think he doesn't believe him at that point so then De Silva and another girl are sneaking around the halls and they sneak into Cochran's office uh because they want to read andy's file and uh they hear a noise they open the closet door it's it's tyler hiding in there with chucky so you took the doll shelton's gonna have you court-martialed um and then (laughs) they put lipstick on chucky you know the biggest insult of all time
1: yeah absolutely He's, he's and you know he's disgusted by
0: it yeah i mean he's got that toxic masculinity Tyler's like, you're making him look like a wuss, which I got to give him credit for not saying another very popular word at the time. Sure. Yeah. Could be worse. <laughs> could be in worse. Theory,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, then someone's coming. They run out of there and Chucky is fucking pissed off. <laughs> like, this means war. <laughs> He's been emasculated.
1: Nothing more horrifying could happen. No. To, to a man. To a to a doll, the doll uh, man, <laughs> not doll man, not not actual doll man, but to a doll spaceman. Yeah, not Tom, Tom Thomerson. Tim I forgot Thomerson. about doll man. Tim Thomerson, doll man.
0: <laughs> uh, so Cochrane comes back into his office. Uh, he sees Chucky lying on the floor and is of course confused. Uh, we get like a jump scare because Chucky's like gets activated. I like to be hugged. He throws Chucky in the trash and Chucky's gone. He's not in the trash anymore. He pops out with his knife. It scares Cochran so much that he has a heart attack and he knocks over his display of, you know, model soldiers on a battlefield and dies. I always thought those were so cool.
1: They are cool. This is a a weirdly unceremonious It is, Yeah.
0: The deaths in this movie aren't very good. Like, yeah. They're really not. I mean, kind of, a, they're not good in the other movies either.
1: No, this is not a series up to this point, at least, which has been super creative with its murders, no. especially, especially considering that there's, there's like, it's sort of fertile ground for that. Yeah, totally is.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Cause like, you know what? Uh
0: briefly to pause i think Mm -hmm. child's play is a total b tier horror Mm -hmm. series yeah because for that reason like it just kind of skirts it skates along on its premise and that's Mm -hmm. kind of it um but i think it does we'll see soon it does start to go in crazy directions which i appreciate yeah uh so then in the mess hall there's a moment of silence for Cochrane, the creepy barber botnik or whatever dr robotnik Goes around checking everybody's hair. And he's like, Whitehurst, see me after breakfast. Uh, Andy gets tripped. Everybody laughs at him. Andy goes over to Tyler. And he's like, hey, I got to talk to you about Chucky. You mean Charles? And he warns Tyler <laughs> about him. And he gives Tyler like a knife to protect himself with. So then the barber's insulting Whitehurst, just, like, really laying into him. Like, you're an embarrassment.
1: Mm-hmm. Fucking
0: asshole. Uh, he's always trimming his mustache, too, which I assumed would, like, come into play. But it doesn't. Like, Chucky doesn't.
1: Yeah. I was waiting for him to go down on somebody. And it just <laughs> never, yeah, paid, yeah. Off. never yeah. paid
0: off. Never paid off. Yeah, just, I, I was thinking maybe, like, Chucky's going to, like, cut his lip off or something like that, his upper lip. Sure. But nope. So then uh, he gets Whitehurst out of, out of there. He starts sweeping up. And what's in his cabinet? Well, it's Chucky. He falls out. Huh. That haircut ain't regulation, soldier. So he puts Chucky in the fucking chair. This is like he's full-on crazy person it's now. Com-
1: it's, it's a compulsion. He he's got to trim everything's every- hair. He's got to trim. <laughs> you should see this guy's pubes. So <laughs> there's you could...
0: You could—they're like perfectly like a centimeter
1: long. You like measure. <laughs> like it's, yeah, they look like the, they look like the greens at Pebble Beach. <laughs> oh, um,
0: so the Chucky slices his throat with a straight razor. Presto, you're dead. I don't know if I get that. Well, that's that so his
1: his line was Presto, you're bald. He said that to multiple people.
0: Oh, you're right. I missed yeah. that. Presto, you're dead.
1: Yeah. And at least I will say this. It's like at least using his straight razor to slit his throat uh-huh. is on. It's on theme, right? It's 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 not super creative, but at least it's like, yeah, that's what you would assume would happen.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's it is a good like straight razor is a creepy weapon. So mm-hmm. at least you got that going on for you. Uh, Whitehurst comes back, sees Chucky in the dead barber and runs. Kind of nothing happens with like, no, nobody discovers this body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We don't ever really come back to botneck,
0: do we? No, never. Because now it's time for the annual war games. Uh, basically, they're split up into two different sides mm-hmm. red team, blue team. Yeah. Andy's on the red, uh, blue team. Tyler's on the red team. Shelton is controlling the blue team. And they're doing something which is fucking impossible. They're shooting paint bullets out of their real rifles yeah like, that's not. no it. that that doesn't exist that doesn't happen yeah.
1: but i really remembered this from too. from when i saw this as a kid me too yeah, yeah. um because chucky
0: switches out the paint for real bullets of course he does which is like fucking really horrifying and
1: terror and like it it is and i will say this it's like this is i thought i was like this is a good idea just it is. like just as like a little horror movie murder setup it's like yeah Definitely war games where they have switched out real bullets for fake ones.
0: But they should have gone further. Like the only spoiler, only one person really dies from this. But like that would be pretty cool if like, (laughs) I mean, it would be pretty awful, too. But like, you know, six people getting taken out by these bullets.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's also yeah, it would be it's like somehow more horrifying than 90 percent of what happens in horror movies because. Yeah. so it's like too realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that is something I definitely have thought about while watching this. Is like, oh, this is a l- hits a little bit too close to home. Yeah. Um. I mean, not literally for me, but just you know, living for, in life for our country. For our least. country, yeah. Uh. So Andy knows Whitehurst saw Chucky because he's acting all weird, but he insists he didn't. So then later at camp, Andy. Uh, leaves around the campfire he like leaves De Silva follows him and shows him this like overlook overlooking a carnival they kiss
1: yeah. Chucky is watching he's... he's fucking hard as a rock <laughs> this reminded me I did think about that scene in uh, Ginger Dead Man 3 where uh-huh. he's like jerking off yeah that is yeah i gotta yeah. say man those movies are terrible but ginger dead man 3 is a movie that i think of more than i'd care to
0: i agree yeah i was thinking about it the other day actually <laughs> think about it
1: like once a week yeah uh, the, the first two fuck them completely forgettable but those dead man three three's pretty good <laughs> yeah and that's something special we might have to go back and did we make that a fuck or was that a was that a kill
0: uh, I don't remember actually. I think it's probably a fuck. It's definitely the best. Yeah. It's the one we said was the best.
1: Yeah, I know that, but yeah, we'll have to go check the do- uh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: Holy shit! <laughs> right, moving, on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My brain is broken.
0: Anyway, so Chucky's watching. He's like, "I really got to get out of this body." Um. So then later, Andy goes after Tyler. Uh, Whitehurst won't go with him. Uh, but then everybody's everybody's freaking out because they discover that Andy stole the reconnaissance map because he needs to know where the red camp is. Mm-hmm. Um. So then they're all they call Andy a traitor. Andy goes to where Tyler is. Uh and then, but no, he's gone. Tyler's gone. He went AWOL with someone named Charles. Um, and then we see Tyler and Chucky walking through the woods. And Tyler's like, thanks for coming after me. He's like, hey, what are friends for? Now we play Hide the Soul. Again, creepy, grooming yeah. behavior.
1: Still gross.
0: Uh, Chucky pulls a knife on Tyler because he doesn't want to play Hide the Soul. Like, I don't want to do it. And he pulls a knife. And Tyler. He's like, you're not my friend and stabs Chucky with his knife that Andy gave him and gets him in the shoulder. Um, the team finds Andy and he's like, tries to warn them that Tyler's in trouble, but nobody believes him. Suddenly Chucky jumps on De Silva's back and Tyler runs into them into like where they all are. And he says, Andy's right. Charles is bad. And suddenly they get a call on the walkie-talkie. It's for Andy. It's sh- clearly Chucky. I want the kid. Bring him up to the old jeep, or those are gonna be hell to pay. Um, and then we hear like De Silva say something, so he knows that like De Silva is with Chucky. And then Chucky calls the Red Team, so that they will ambush each other and start shooting each other with the real-life bullets. Mm-hmm. Chucky also has a grenade. <laughs> which is a funny thing for a killer doll to have <laughs> time to sit back and watch the sparks fly. Uh, so then the teams confront each other and it's time to fight. Uh, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what that note was. <laughs> Who, <fucking> cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so Andy and Tyler meet Chucky and Da Silva. Chucky has his grenade and he wants, uh, he's like, you give me Tyler. I'll give you Da Silva. The blue team rushes in and they start shooting the Jeep with the paint. Um, but then the red team rushes in and they have the real bullets, I guess. And
1: mm-hmm. they
0: shoot Sh- Shelton right through the heart. And the people start freaking out and shooting. Chucky's laughing.
1: Good squibs, by the way.
0: Good squib. Yeah, totally. Uh, and in the chaos, Tyler escapes into the woods uh, Ellis, like, like, uh, Shelton's lackey blames Andy for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. Uh,
1: They move on from it fast enough. So it's like, it's confusing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chucky throws his grenade. Sayonara suckers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, by the way, just before we leave this scene behind, because this is marks the death of Shelton, but I will say for a fairly thankless role, This guy does pretty well, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Like, he kind of manages to never fall into full-on caricature. Like, Mm -hmm. he manages to just barely hang on to some thread of actual humanity where you're like, this guy's definitely a huge asshole, but he kind of seems like maybe a real person like this might exist in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. He's not a cartoon character. I do appreciate that yeah, no. um, oh, what was I gonna say also, oh, oh, right, oh, right. uh, Whitehurst jumps on the grenade. yeah, <laughs> sacrifices himself, kills him. So then uh Tyler runs to the carnival, He gets into like a lost and found tent with a cop. um, and of course the cop's not taking him seriously that he's being chased by a doll.
1: That is the other thing that's truly Chucky's greatest weapon is just everyone thinks you're fucking nuts. If they yeah. don't see him moving around.
0: Totally. Right. It's like, Hey, I know, I, I know something that'll cheer you up. Look what I found.
1: And it's Chucky.
0: He gives him, <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy and De Silva arrive at the carnival, arrive at the carnival. Uh, they go to the lost and found immediately. Cause they're like, Oh, maybe someone there has seen him. And uh Oh, that cop is dead. I guess he was shot. It would have been nice to see, I guess, but we don't. Yeah. De Silva takes his gun. I, wrote, I accidentally wrote Chunky brings Tyler <laughs> to the fun house, which is funny. So yeah, Chucky brings Tyler to like this like haunted house slash yeah. roller coaster thing, which would never exist in a real life carnival because no, looks are, like they're always in movies though. Yeah, yeah, but this is like a, a it seems elaborate, more elaborate than what would mm. be in real life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing they probably, like, shot elements of two or three different rides or something like that. This is a real carnival from Valencia. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. But I will say, like, I'm with you. I've never seen one of those in real life. I've never been in one. But I feel like I've seen multiple movies or TV shows where people are, like, in a cart that goes through a haunted house type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've also never been in one. Um, Oh, maybe once I have. I don't know, like... I guess maybe they have it at the, uh, the, in Santa, uh, what's the place? Santa Cruz.
1: Santa. Yeah. I was just up there, uh, like a week and a half ago. Didn't have time for the carnival. Sadly, Mm -hmm. let's make an aspiration. You and me, we're going to go to a haunted house carnival ride. Okay. Uh, and maybe we'll do it the same weekend that we eat nine waffle house waffles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that sounds great. Okay, cool. Um, So where was I? Okay. Oh, so they're in in the the haunted house. In the haunted house. Uh, They're dodging train cars. They get separated. Chucky and Tyler, that is. So Tyler hides. Andy and Da Silva arrive on the scene. Da Silva starts shooting Chucky, shooting at Chucky. Chucky shoots back. Da Silva catches one in the leg. Uh, She's tough, though. She's tough, but she can't move anymore. So she gives Andy the gun. Uh, Tyler gets almost gets run over by a roller coaster car, and he gets his legs stuck. Chalky, Chalky, what the fuck is happening to me? (laughs) Chunky, Chunky,
1: Chucky, (laughs) Chucky.
0: Uh, So Chucky pops up, then all of a sudden, an animatronic Grim Reaper with a fucking really sharp (laughs) scythe slices part of Chucky's face off, which looks cool.
1: It does. It's real gross. And I think, you know, all of these movies could up their quotient of Chucky gore because it's, yeah, yeah. it's really afra- effective when when he bleeds and when he's, you know, gory stuff happens to him. And it's like this gross hybrid of flesh and doll. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm here for that. I
0: mean, me too. It's, it's kind of the only way they get gore into these so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: um ooh, that was a Fireworks. Firework. Yeah. So Tyler like hops on the back of like this flying animatronic demon and gets out of there. Chucky's holding on to his legs. Um, so Andy's climbing up there. He has to dodge some carts. And then Chucky and Tyler are now at the top of this mountain of skulls. It's like plastic m- mountain mm-hmm. of skulls. Uh, Chucky's starting to say his voodoo spell over him. Andy climbs up. They establish there's this really fast spinning fan that seems incredibly dangerous. It's like <laughs> Alien
1: Three level. Yeah, it's just like this fan only exists as it uh, to murder people.
0: Um, Andy has to remember De Silva's shooting tips. He shoots Chucky's arm off, then again gets him in the heart. Chucky falls backwards. And you think he's dead, but of course he's not dead. He pops back up, knocks Andy and Tyler over. Tyler's hanging over that big fan. Tyler gives Andy his knife back. And then Andy cuts off Chucky's hand and knocks him into the fan. The fan fucking tears Chucky apart. It's completely Mm. like blood and guts, plastic everywhere. Looks cool. I like it. And yeah, final- it's, shot,
1: it's shot well, too. The lighting is kind of, it's very dramatic. Yeah, it works yeah. well.
0: Finally, the cops load De Silva into the ambulance. Are you going to be okay? Don't worry, I've been here before. Then and Andy goes in the back of a cop car and drives off. And that's it. Shortest recap ever. 40 minutes. Hey! <laughs> hey, good work. Okay, so there's a few different deaths in the movie. There's Sullivan, the garbage man and the trash compactor, Cochrane, who sadly has a coronary, uh the barber, Shelton Whitehurst, uh the cop, I guess you can put into that, and finally Chucky. I always ask you to go first. I think there's only one answer for this, honestly. Maybe well, you you'll maybe you'll yeah, disagree. Yeah. I'll I'll say it's Chucky at the end getting chopped mm-hmm. up by that fan is it's really cool. Um, it's kind of the only gore that's in the movie and not necessarily, like, you know, these things don't have to be like best gore, mm-hmm. but it is uh, satisfying and, and cool yeah. to watch.
1: Yeah, I think that is probably the right answer. But I do actually have a different, I, I was like trying to think off the beaten path too. I was like, you probably, I figured you'd probably pick that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go with um, Shelton oh, because sure. I love a good squib. I think it's a good premise too, the, the, the ammo swap out. And it's the thing that I remembered the most after twenty years of, you know, not having seen this movie was like, oh yeah, doesn't Chucky like switch the bullets in a war game and some kid gets all shot up? And yeah. it's like, yeah. It's pretty impactful. The other thing I wanted to say during this entire review, that we have these characters Shelton and Whitehurst, and there is a US senator named Sheldon Whitehouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who is in the news right now because his, he and his family belong to an all-white beach club in Rhode Island. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, which you would assume that this guy is a Republican, but he's not. So that tells huh. you something about, uh, well, you know, Rhode, Rhode Island this, also. We're not about politics here on Killstreak. Um, yeah, anyways, but Shelton Whitehurst, Sheldon Whitehouse. It's been in my head for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right.
0: We hear a kill streak. Oh no, it's the uh the moment that aged the worst. I already <laughs> yep. tipped my hand to this one. Did you have anything else? No, it's clearly no. this moment. It's yes. the line that was cut out of future mm-hmm. versions yeah. of this movie.
1: Yeah. Just uh stick to non racial comedy. Yeah, stick to the misogyny. Podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's your bread and butter. We
0: all know it. <laughs> I don't know does, does Chucky call anybody a bitch in this one? I don't know if he does. I don't know um, that he does either. He
1: maybe calls De Silva a bitch at some point. Yeah, it yeah. seems like he had to. Yeah. Do you think Chucky would this is Chucky's an incel, right? Like
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's
1: definitely involuntarily not fucking. <laughs> he's real mad about it. That's true. But but uh, wait, hold on. Not true. <laughs> He died. He's an incel right now, but...
0: Oh, no, soon enough, he will be fucked. <laughs> soon fucking. enough,
1: he will be fucking. Chucky does fuck
0: coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the movie's called... This, one of the movies is called Seed of Chucky.
1: Yes, this is true. <laughs> All
0: right, we here on Kill Street like to rate how scary these movies are, and right now we're doing that on a scale of 1 to 10. I believe the mm-hmm. first movie was like a
1: 6.5 or so. Yeah. Part 2 was a 5. F- 5. This is not scary. This is not scary. I would. Is it
0: less scary than the last one?
1: I think so. I think okay. this feels like a four to me. But I can get down can with be, that. I can be convinced otherwise.
0: I don't think I need to convince you otherwise. That I, that okay. works for me. Four works for me. Okay. Yeah. There's not the thing. This thing in it that's the scariest. Two things. Mm-hmm. Andy getting sliced on the on the ankle is very creepy. That's a creepy yeah. thing. And also the the garbage man being crushed in the trash compactor is kind of horrifying. Yeah, but that's not going to keep me up at night.
1: Sure, gun violence gonna... in general
0: is probably yeah. the
1: scariest thing about this whole movie. That's true.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I can I can take that ride with you with a four. Hey, let's ride. All right, finally, Mary Fuck Kill. Um, I'm sort of on the fence with this one. Oh yeah what do we get? We've, we've gone, we've gone fuck with all of these, right? Fuck,
1: fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I, do you want me to go first? Do You want to go first?
0: I'll go first. Okay. Um, there's no way that I can say this movie is better than the mm-hmm. first movie. Uh-huh. Um. That's just, I can't, I can't take, I can't go there. Okay. But I don't think this is a bad movie at, at all. Mm-hmm. I think I, I had a lot of fun watching it. It's not yeah. perfect. It's a rush job. Fine. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. it's it's not beloved by its fans or the creators but i don't think it's that bad i think it's kind yeah. of fun it's yeah. a real like down you know it's a real easy watch
1: mm-hmm. um
0: and for that i guess i can't go as far as a mary for a second i'm like man this maybe is a mary <laughs> but they're like no this i can't oh, wow i can't <laughs> give a mary to child's play three where I'm, if i'm not doing it with one or two okay
1: Yeah, 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 sure, sure.
0: So, Mm -hmm. but this also not a kill. I think this is another fuck for me.
1: Okay, great. I spent that entire time thinking that you were talking about being on the knife's edge between fucking kill. No, no, fucking. And when you were like, "It's not a marry for me," I'm like, "Wait, what?" (laughs) I was like, "I liked it more than I expected too," but I'm not gonna marry. No, no, I can't, (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think this was in terms of the expectations and the reputation that it has a pleasant surprise. Um, it is not great. It has problems. It is, but I was just trying to think about it. And now I'm very quickly scanning the 70 existing episodes of child's, not child's play two of killstreak. It says child's play two on the top of the screen. Um, yeah, my edible is kicking in again. So, um... (laughs) I'm experimenting with how high I can be while we record these episodes mm, great. it's great. It's good to know your dosage um I think this movie is truly kind of like it's it's a real what's the Nate silver thing? It's like a vorp value over replacement player. This is baseball statistics that you could clearly care less about, sure, yeah, no. anyways, there's this concept of a replacement player. Uh, in advanced sabermetrics and statistics in baseball. Okay. And the idea is it's like a hypothetical, like what would the most average player in major league baseball look like? Like what would their, what would their stat line look like? And then you compare that to a real player to like show their value in context. And the reason I bring this up is because this movie right now to me feels like it is a kill streak replacement player. Sure. Like, this is the most in-the-middle movie that I can remember covering Yeah, in a long time, where it's like better than most of the bad movies we've watched, and worse than all of the good movies we've watched. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a good way to
1: put it. So if that's not a fuck, I don't know what is. I don't know uh, what is either. Yeah. yeah so it's... this one's a fuck for sure. I will probably watch this movie again in the next five years. That is... That's my real seal of approval. Sure. is just like, yeah, uh, th- there are a lot of movies we're going to have to churn through for five straight Halloweens. And I think Child's Play 2 will probably, or 3, excuse me, will make it back into my rotation again.
0: It is kind of crazy. Three Child's Play movies, all fucks so far. No no yeah. marries, no
1: kills. Mm, we might have to just fuck every movie in this series <laughs> just to, to be consistent. Got to try them all out, you know?
0: Ugh, all right, on that note, let's take a quick break. <laughs> okay, we're back. We have one final segment for you for this week's episode. We've done it before. We'll do it again.
1: It's always fun. We're playing horror movie trivial pursuit. Yeah. Do we ever come up with a name for it? Is it just Horror Movie Trivial Pursuit?
0: I was trying to remember that too. I don't remember. We'd have to. I'd have to go back to the first time we played it. And <laughs> oh, see. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're not well, good. We're not yeah. good.
1: No, no, no. But no one ever claimed we were. No. Uh, okay. So then, also, I feel like over the over the meta game, not like because. So what we do is each of us has a card from a Horror Trivial Pursuit uh, set. And we will each answer all six questions on one card, and whoever has the high score wins. But wins what, you might ask? We don't know. And also, over the span of time, as we do this multiple times, I don't know, we, Like, I feel like we should be working towards something. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't
0: know what... what I mean, you'll, we'll be in person soon. Mm-hmm. So,
1: something we can both do... Like an Okie Cookie scenario, or...? <laughs> maybe one of us
0: has to eat nine waffles
1: oh wait that's interesting okay i feel like we should handicap you then what, like like tanya harding style <laughs> no yeah yeah,
0: no like, yeah
1: but yes um well that's something to consider we don't have to figure it out right now but um we would love to get suggestions from our audience as to what stakes eric and i could be playing for yeah and don't be creepy you perv yeah and we can play this game maybe one more time before we can dial in what exactly if any handicap is needed um but for now i'm just i want i want a piece of you and i want you straight up
0: (laughs) okay so we're gonna run down should we do all the categories or how many i can't remember how we did this last time
1: it's fine it's fine we're doing it the way we do it yeah give us the categories again
0: uh, the categories are. Oh, I don't have the
1: key on me anymore.
0: It's oh. downstairs. I'm well, so sorry.
1: I got Google in front of me. Yeah. So oh, great. Quick it's vamp. Great. Vamp. Uh,
0: all right. Let me just get rid of our socials right now so we don't have to do it at the end. Uh, if you want to write to us, you can do so at killstreakpod.com. On Twitter, Instagram, we're uh, killstreakpod at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. We haven't had a voicemail in a while. It has Um, been a
1: while. I keep getting personal text messages from friends of the podcast. uh Uh-huh. I'm going to call you out, Matt. I love the feedback. I love hearing what you have to say. Give us fuel for the fire. Send us a voicemail. Give us that which we desire. (laughs) To quote Metallica's worst album. <laughs> give me fuel, give me fire. Okay, anyways. I just, uh, 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 I got distracted. I got distracted calling out Matt and I didn't do the one thing that I was tasked oh. with doing.
0: <laughs> so I vamp for nothing.
1: Yeah, well. Leave us a rating on iTunes.
0: Leave us go. a rating on iTunes. Share this with your friends. Uh, give us suggestions of series you'd like for us to cover. Um, mm-hmm. We'd always, you know, We want to do what you guys want to hear, so let us know. Okay,
1: so there are six uh, categories. Jesus Christ. Six comprehensive categories is what it says. Um, I don't know if this is the order that they're in, but according to Amazon, they are gore and disturbing, psychological, killer, monster, paranormal, and comedy. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe we can... Try to figure out what these are as we go through. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, uh, so you want me to? You want to pick a card at random and then we can pick that one. Or yeah, I
1: I have a card. Um. Well, no, we don't. Or wait, we, we're doing the same card. Shit. No, 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 no. Okay. Not. We're yeah. doing it to each other. Okay. Yeah, I have a card. Yeah, we're doing it to each other. All
0: right. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do you want to pick a? Should I just run down? Yeah. The top? Just go from, from the top? top to the bottom. Right. That's what I do. From the top. What actor? Portrayed both Lucas and Jeffrey in 2013's Mama. That's hard.
1: Ooh boy. Um, some shitty little kid. I can see his face. From the. Yeah, I don't know. What All else? right.
0: Nicholas cost Nikolai Coster Waldo Wal- Waldo. What? Wait, from from Game of Thrones. He
1: oh, he plays adults. I thought we were talking about little kid.
0: Well, I don't know. It says it's Lucas and Jeffrey and Mama.
1: Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I know who that guy is. Yeah. Star of the uh, long-canceled Fox hour-long sci-fi drama New Amsterdam. Oh, was he? Yeah. I, was, I like that show. I did, too. I watched it, and then it got canceled. Mm. Um, okay. IMO for one. <clears throat> Your first question. What virus... Did aliens put in the smallpox vaccine to wipe out humanity in the X-Files? And that is 93 to 2018. So I believe they're talking about the whole series.
0: Oh, shit. I don't know the name of it. It's it's like the, is it the black goose shit?
1: I think it might be, but I don't know. The,
0: uh, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, black goo is my guess. <laughs>
1: it's a good guess. It's called the Spartan virus. Pretty hard question. Oh, yeah. So maybe the first category is hard questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the country of origin for the film Nosferatu?
1: Mm. Um, well, this should be easy, but now I'm like overthinking it. Uh, Don't overthink it. germany yes okay at one point <laughs> Woo, thanks thanks for your help um okay and i I did find a legend so the first category was apparently paranormal uh, that doesn't make any sense
0: oh yeah that makes sense
1: yeah mm-hmm. no maybe not. i don't know yeah anyways keep going <laughs> it's your turn oh thanks <laughs> Jesus there Christ, may be a slight like maybe there's a slight effect in my uh you know, I'm not performing at a hundred percent. Right. So
0: now, you know, your dosage for the, for a show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, who sired angel in Buffy, the vampire slayer, 1997 to 2003. Oh, fuck. I, I never saw one.
0: angel. I, I, I only,
1: only, uh well, you learned this even in, in Buffy.
0: I never finished, but I, I, I have like four out, oh, man. I don't know. God damn it. This sucks. I don't know.
1: Uh, I believe the correct answer is Darla. And Darla. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, so Julie, I have Julie gone. Benz. Yeah. Oh wait, she comes back. Oh, multiple times. Yeah.
0: Oh, I've only ever seen her like once, I think, in the, yeah. the show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that God, was I the see. monster category. So next up, we have gore and disturbing. Right, that's this is embarrassing.
0: I'm fucking
1: embarrassed. Right, and it is. Uh, one how to many? Zero.
0: How many members does the criminal gang have? in The Last House on the Left. How many members are in the criminal gang in The Last House on the Left?
1: Huh. Well, you know what? I've never seen The Last House on the Left. Or oh, my God. Remake. Really? Yeah. Wow. What? What is Fig doing? He's chewing a bottle. Cool. It's <laughs> a fucking mess. Just a mess. <laughs> you want to give him like a ball that doesn't uh, crumple up like a plastic ball? Well, bottle? it's keeping him off of me. So All it's... right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to go with uh, five. Five.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's four. We got mm. Krug, Junior, Sadie, and Fred the okay. Weasel, Padowski.
1: Fair enough. All right. Okay. Here's your chance to tie things up again. In the Cenobite Funhouse in Hellbound Hellraiser 2 from 1988, what does the clown juggle?
0: son of a fucking bitch i almost watched hellraiser 2 you last night um, i'm going to say
1: s- s- hearts <sighs> ooh that's not a bad guess the correct answer is eyeballs
0: fuck that was, i was going to also say eyeballs mm-hmm. god damn this is like we host a horror movie podcast we don't know shit these yeah. are hard questions uh, psychological not, not hard. coming
1: up next that was a hard question yeah these are tough these are for All right.
0: these are for horror buffs you know in what direction does protagonist Michelle drive at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane? What?
1: I mean, I remember the shot. She Is drives... it
0: Baton Rouge to safety or Houston to fight?
1: Oh, she goes to Houston to fight. Correct. Yeah. Ooh, multiple choice. That's e- That was easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was like, I think it's north. I'm not positive, but... <laughs> Oh, man, I just saw an upcoming one. All right, go uh-huh. ahead. What's what's my next one? Uh, your next one. Sorry, I was just distracted by Fig making an insane amount of noise. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman starred in which film where she and her children are the ones haunting a family and not the other way around? The others. That is correct. There you go.
0: In the remake of Child's Play. From 2019. What brand of doll is Chucky?
1: In the remake. What In the remake. brand is he? So do they, I mean, I think he's a good guy doll still. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a buddy. B-U-D-D-I. Oh, man. That's stupid. <laughs> okay. This is your chance to tie it up again. It is two to one right now. Nobody's running away with this thing. Fig just tried to eat my card. <laughs> what a terror. This is not an easy This, question. this is his witching hour. What is the objective of Operation Bite Mark in Z Nation? What the fuck? Never <laughs> I've never
0: seen Z Nation or even heard of it. 2014 right, what, to
1: 2018.
0: What is the uh what is the what? The first part? The what game? is the objective
1: of Operation Bite Mark? Bite Mark. Uh pff. To get people infected with the zombie virus. Man, That's a great guess. The answer to this question is fucking insane. It is, get Alvin Murphy to the last CDC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I didn't know that. Yeah, you fucking fool. Uh, okay, last one. Who was the only actor to play Jason Voorhees more than once on Friday the 13th, the series? Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. I read that wrong. Hold on. Okay. Let's take that over. Okay. Who was the only actor to play Jason Voorhees more than once in the Friday the 13th series? Okay. Kane Hodder. Not the TV
1: series. Yeah. Kane Hodder is correct. Yeah. That was a softball. I've clinched it with three points, but for respect, your final question. Thank you. While on hallucinogenic drugs, what part of his own body... Did Hannibal convince Mason to eat in the TV series Hannibal?
0: In the TV series? Yes. Oh, no. What is it? I mean, the movie, it's a brain.
1: Well, that's also Ray Liotta's character. That's that Ray Liotta's not character. not Mason Verger. Mason Verger.
0: Oh. Oh, fuck. His face. His own face, right?
1: I'm going to need you to be more specific. His eyes? <sighs> Ooh, I am sorry. The correct Cheeks. answer is nose. He eats his own his nose. Mouth. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, have you seen Hannibal? I've seen the first two seasons. Okay. Love that show.
0: I yeah, it's great. great. I got to finish. I think there's a third season I never saw mm-hmm. because I knew that it got canceled before like it, was able to wrap it up. It ends all right.
1: Okay. Yeah. I gotta, it, I gotta it, it it wraps up in a way, I would say. So. Anyways, that has been a uh, horror movie trivial pursuit. Once again, Uh I won by two for anyone keeping track at home, just so we can properly calculate Eric's uh, handicap this week. Go I'm going to come <laughs> back
0: here. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. This is, I mean, really you're at the mercy of the card and it's true. Uh, that was not my greatest showing. I'll be yeah. the first to admit it, but Hey,
1: there's a real, right guys. All of it. Anyways, uh check back in with us next week where we might be recording together from eric's basement or i guess his office now um whatever we'll figure it out uh we will be covering 1998's bride of chucky this is the one that started it all for eric and it's certainly one that i've always been very fond of so i'm excited yeah. to watch again it has been a number of years since i've seen it yeah i'm um, excited. Yeah, this one, uh I we haven't really covered this on the last couple of podcasts, because you guys are adults. You can find these movies if you really want to, but these have all been available on Netflix and continue to be. So right yep. now, Bride of Chucky is available on Netflix. Uh yeah, so meet us here again in one week and, and we'll talk about uh Chucky and we'll we'll finally get to see Chucky fuck. <laughs> well, and as always, don't fuck
0: with the Chuck.